Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Pastor Walla. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, Lord. Are you aware of what's going on? No, I am not. I am not in town. So you're not in town? No. All right. So the Reverend Dr. Alan E. Waller is the senior pastor of Enon Tabernacle Baptist Church in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Every Tuesday he calls. Uh, well, it's six o'clock. You must love me. <laughs> Thank you so, so much. Um, I have spent the last hour, Pastor Waller, talking about my husband who was degenerating. He's now in ICCU. He went from one okay. floor, um, breathing issues, can't breathe without oxygen, you know, mm-hmm. the whole nine yards. And I had mm-hmm. to write a letter to the CEO of the hospital to get some traction because we were being dismissed by his urologist. Um, oh by yesterday morning, I had every team. I had the internist, I had the neurologist, I had, everybody was showing up, right? Um, mm. and, uh, and, and the chief medical officer talked to me, um, cause you know, the, the, the email that I sent, uh, disclosed all the things that were going on, all the questions that I had asked. Why was I being dismissed? Um, and so the CEO of the hospital trickled it down and everybody's running now. Um, he has had some amazing nurses. He still has amazing nurses. He's now in the ICCU and he has a team of nurses that are just on top of it. They are treating him well. And for the first time, I felt like I could go home and sleep. Um, Amen. Past a while, Amen. You know? Amen. Um, so, uh, we are. Thank you. Reverend Newberry has been checking in via text asking how he's doing. Um, and I'll talk to you offline about some other things that are going on. That is incredibly okay. concerning to me. Pastor, uh, Pastor Mitchell asked me to send him the letter that I sent to the CEO. So he's going to follow up this morning because uh, I think he sits on the board of trustees at Penn. Um, yeah. so that all of that is going on, but, 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 but t- today it's been, what is it? One week, two weeks post, uh, we having a brand new mayor. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. The, 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 the city is, seems to be on a trajectory of finding a new path right now, right? She's working on a cleaner, meaner, greener, uh, city of Philadelphia. She declared an emergency, um, for us in terms of, um, what's happening with the safety, right? And, yeah. uh, she, she has a police commissioner in Kevin Bethel who is, uh, amazing right so he's working on community policing again which is what we needed to do right she said that she was going to ask the police officers to do their jobs while continuing to hold them accountable so that's good is there anything that i'm missing in all of this no i think now we need to give her those 100 days that she handed out to people you know everybody knows this city was in a mess and falling you know free fall Mm-hmm. So now she's articulated a vision. Mm-hmm. She's had the appropriate amount of celebration of coming in. Mm-hmm. She handed out to everyone what we could expect in the first hundred days. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to give her those 100 days to produce. Yeah. Um, you know, you, no one likes when they find out how the sausage is made, mm-hmm. but people like sausage. Mm-hmm. 
And so, you know, one of the problems of this information age is everybody gets to see everybody's recipe and sausage. Mm -hmm. I think we need in this moment to step back and just wait to eat. Um, and I and I say that both as a citizen, uh, as her pastor, as someone who gets uh, from a distance to see a little bit of the sausage. I'm encouraged. Mm-hmm. And I but I do think we've got to give her the room now. The first for most administrations, the first 100 days are an important part of it. So let's step back and see the first 100 days and see does she bring out what she said on that paper? Right. And I believe she will. Yeah. And I mean, and, you know, I don't think I've ever seen a mayor coming in with this whole thing about the initiatives, the 100 day initiatives. Have you seen it? Yeah. Have yeah, you ever seen yeah. anything like it? OK. All right. This is the first time I've actually done something like this where I've gone to one of these things. Because remember, I was an Abingtonian for 27 years. So right, uh, right. Uh, she talked about the economic opportunity, housing. She's really talking about finding access to housing for both renters and homeowners. Um, uh, you know, charge the Department of Planning to get on it. The clean and green is what I am really um, excited about because this is a very dirty city. And she had began a program in the Northwest where, and I saw them, you know, in their little orange shirts running around, you know, keeping the broad street clean up and right. down, right? And so she wants to expand that into a larger platform to help the city uh, stay clean. But I'm going to um, uh, I, I ask those under the sound of our voices to understand that while someone is coming, will be coming around to help clean your streets, you have to keep your blocks clean, right? Don't just throw yes, things out the window. All those things make a difference so that we can, because when we see dirt and grime, it affects our well-being um, in, in mentally and physically, right? But when right. we keep a clean street, it, you know, it looks better. Um, and, and for those who are, are living in areas where there are dumping sites, where the contractors are coming and dumping large pieces of things all over the street, you know, turn on your cameras, become the kinds of people that will help your city by recording them, recording what you see on their license plates, you know, um, so that we can hold them accountable. Uh, for what they are doing in our city. It takes everybody, is what That's I That's right. That's right. Uh, as it applies to the police department, um, she's talking about building mutual trust and safety in our neighborhoods through a model of community policing. I lived community policing in Abington um, for 20-something years. It absolutely works. Uh, I believe uh, Commissioner Bethel uh, is going to do his very best and start some initiatives That'll help the cops to be able to get out there. It won't just help the community. It will help right. the police officers too. Right, Pastor Waller? Exactly. Uh, and it's all, it all depends on the actual police man or police woman. So let me give as an example. When uh, Alex was shot on Vernon Road, uh, I guess this is about, what, six years ago, eight years ago. He was shot on Vernon Road. Um, and this is my language. I own it. That's how Chris Rabb got his position. Um, mm. and, um, but after that Vernon road, we were concerned about that, uh, strip. Mm-hmm. So then we had policing there, community police, police presence on Vernon road. And it did shut down a lot of the stuff. Now we had good community policing and we also had bad community policing. Mm. The good community police person was like officer caves. Mm -hmm. He showed up, he walked around, 
He went into businesses. He talked with the kids. He talked with the business owners. He became a part of the community and we loved it and everything was fine. Bad community policing was the white officer that came, parked his car at Williams and Vernon and just sat and and made it feel like a prison guard. Mm -hmm. So it's not the program. It is the officer understanding how to do that. And so we loved caves. And there was one other guy um, because they get out the car. They walked around. They created relationships. Sometimes they would come over to Enon, you know, come inside. Um, So depending upon the person. So we've got to be real careful not to project onto a program what is a personal problem. Um, So uh, and that type of thing is what is being talked about. And if that happens all over the city, we're going to see some change. I agree. I have been having conversations with young people in schools across Philadelphia um, and, and asking them about what they thought would make a difference between them and the police officers here. And exactly what you just said, miss, if they would just get out their cars, get That's out your cars. Don't just pull up on us and look at us and wait. Get out your cars and talk to us. Shoot a little game of basketball with us. You know, if you if they because young people say if we feel like we can trust you, we will let you know everything that's going on on these streets. Everything. But if we feel like you're only just showing up to wave your hands or to only come and say, you know, you fit the description of such and such and such then we're not going to trust you. So I passed on all of this to the police department. And so I, I fully agree that community policing is the way for it to happen uh, for our young people and for our community at large. That being said, there's been so much distrust over the years. We have to recognize that that is going to take some time too, right? Right. So don't expect it to happen right overnight. Absolutely. Is there anything else that's going on that you want to talk about? No, I think that's it. I think we really have to give the new mayor this 100 days um, to let people see what the program is going to be. And we who are uh, community stakeholders and influencers have to influence the community in that direction. I mean, when you choose to be in public life, if you're in the public eye, you're in the public, the public mouth. mouth. Yep. So that's fine. I mean, we can have at her um, when these hundred days are up, mm-hmm. but let her get started yeah. and let her do her work uh, and judge her on her results. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's my perspective. And that's what um, I will be doing uh, as, uh, as we say in the church, as occasion may require. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pastor Walla, it's a brand new year. Can I just say thank you to you? You have been such a, 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 I can't even find the words, you know, when you knew privately, my husband had prostate cancer and you sent Reverend Newberry his way. Um, when I have had moments of, Oh, somebody's about to die. <laughs> I pick up the phone and I call you, go, Andrea. Don't be the thermostat, be the thermometer or something. Whatever you said, whatever, whatever you said to me at the time still sits in my head every single day. Yeah. Right. Um, and you have been so kind, your whole church congregation, your wife, everybody. So in this brand new year, I want to say thank you, sir. Thank you so, so much. And may we continue to have the kind of relationship where you call in on Tuesdays. Is there something going on that we can talk about as it applies to the city of Philadelphia? Because we agree, one city, one people, 
right? right. Um, we can't That's afford right. to, 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 to point fingers and create havoc versus not being a part of the solution. So thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Um, I'll Bless see you, you next Tuesday. Okay. We'll see you. All right, sir. Talk to you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 